Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. For this week, we have a special guest with us to join us, Chris Taylor, who's a resident movie geek. Yeah, that's me. I'm a, just, I'm a geek. Let's go with that. <laughs> well, obviously, I mean, you're coming here every day for, you know, however long, however long we decide to keep you. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> or or at least hours. for 92 minutes. <laughs> or 92 minutes. 92 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> it's not even two hours, is it? So minute number two begins with Catherine O'Hara's credit and ends with the city becoming clearly a model and not real. Again, it's not really a city. And we're actually having a debate right now over when the switchover happens. Because clearly, by the second dissolve, it's a model. Yes, but... But it still fooled me a bunch of times. We were also looking at, like, the placement of the milk truck. Which I'm not sure if that's really a milk truck. It's just a blue truck that looks like a milk truck. I go with milk truck. Let's go with milk truck. Yeah. Uh, Because, I mean, who just pulls out into the middle of the street and then doesn't move? Milk people, apparently. <laughs> it's blocking a whole lane. I mean, there should be, like, cops he, and sirens and everything. Well, I mean, he can't even use the excuse that he was texting because the movie was, you know, 30 years ago. So, ah, <laughs> the good old days. Ah, yes. Uh, well, it is It is a very quaint little town. Okay, town, not city. It's a hamlet. It's a hamlet. It's a, it's a Wait, new, no, it's but, a or is it a model? Well, I think, okay. See, I think... Originally, I you, thought it ended as a model, well, but we think it comes it's, before. Well, when you're watching it completely full, uh, completely through the first time, you're like, uh, you know, it, it's not until later when you realize, wait a second, when did we, when did we, and you can't really rewind until you actually own it. I'll just say it's a model town, because it's a place I'd like to live. Aww. Aww. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> That's what we have him for. <laughs> the worst gag ever. <laughs> so, Catherine O'Hara, I bet you yes. have something to say about uh, her. Well, she she started out uh, like a lot of Canadian comedy comedians, comedians uh, on SCTV, which is their version of SNL. Um, she did Heartburn before this one, which was the. Uh, Jack Nicholson. Yes, uh, I love Heartburn. It was the first movie I think that I watched when I was very young. That was definitely more for adults. I mean, it's about adulter, adults about adultery. Okay, um, but uh, something about it being more serious than I guess all the kids stuff I've been watching. I just kind of fell in love with it. I was like, wow, movies can be so profound. They can be so real. <laughs> this was my first revelation. I realized there's tons of movies like that, but. As a younger person, I kind of fell in love with Heartburn. And now you really don't like it because it messes with you after eating? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to say anything O'Hara. about it. I was that one alone. I jumped on the grenade for that one. Wait, wasn't Catherine O'Hara in a bunch of, um, what was it? Um, Guffman? Yes. yes. Did she ever turn up in any other Tim Burton movies? Uh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure she did. Mm-hmm. She was the voice of Sally, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh. Wait, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not say that because I'm one of those people that points out that it's not a Tim Burton movie. Like with Nightmare on, Street. Nightmare on Street. Nightmare Before Christmas. Movie. <laughs> it is a Henry Selleck movie because people say, oh, it's a Tim Burton movie. Yes, he produced it and he wrote it. 
but Henry Selleck directed it. So whenever sure. something like Coraline comes out and people are like, oh, Tim Burton, nope, nope, nope. That's <laughs> Henry Selleck. They just say from the, the director of Nightmare Before Christmas. I keep on wanting to say Elm Street. But Nightmare Before Christmas, so you'll <laughs> think Tim Burton, but it's not. But, this is yeah. true. Yeah. It's Tim and Burton's concept, it, it but was, the direction yes. of is, that took years and years it is, because it is legit. It yeah. is legit animation. <laughs> As the kids frame say, it is legit. By frame, <laughs> mm-hmm. by frame, and I just can't see. It is a Tim Burton production and concept. It is all like it's got his like stamp you know stamp all, all over it. But somebody else was actually holding the directy pen. I don't know what I would call that. <laughs> directy pen. The, the the megaphone. Say that. Yes, I'll say megaphone. that. Megaphone. megaphone. Yes. <laughs> uh, and yes, to answer your earlier question, uh, yeah. Well, she did. Um, she did Frank and Weenie. Oh, um, okay. she also did Nightmare, which kind of qualifies. <laughs> well, I guess we can call it that. Um, <laughs> but that was about the only Burton stuff I see that she. I know, had. and of course, the Mom and Home Alone is probably what most people mm-hmm. are. Yep. What, what non-movie geeks know yeah. her from? I kind of surprised though. She just seems like a, a Burton. Maybe she was just always too busy because you know those schedules in She's Hollywood are busy. crazy. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. does that bring us to Winona uh, Ryder? Yes, the next credit is Winona Ryder. Um, she was in a movie called Lucas, which is basically about a nerd trying out for the football team. <laughs> uh, it actually looks kind of cute. Um, also, it's Charlie Sheen as a dick. So, you what? Know. No, Charlie. That's really <laughs> actually no. I really rephrase that. He's not quite a dick in this movie. He's a little <laughs> bit more on the nice jock side. <laughs> Uh, but she, Winona Ryder in the movie is kind of like the supportive band girlfriend. Okay. Um, they don't actually get together because it's not that kind of movie though. But uh, that was where Tim Burton first saw her and he's like, I want her for my movie. That's where you discovered her. Okay. I, um, I remember her from Heather's. Which, of course, was a dark, dark comedy and twisted comedy. Mm -hmm. And... Again, the reason why I remember that so well is because it was my first twisted dark comedy. So now I have that Wait, burned so you saw into Heather's my after brain. Beetlejuice or before? Um, no, Heather's came after, I believe. It came after, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It came after. Yeah. Came. So why can we not talk about stuff that came after the movie? Well, no. I mean, <laughs> oh, then I can't say anything about in order to write Yeah, yeah. Mine no. was way after Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah. So well, no, no, Heather's though. I'm just saying it was my first when, really when twisted did you first movie. See, when did you first see Beetlejuice again? When it in came the out, in the so you saw Beetlejuice before Heather's. Yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, is that the question? Yes, that oh. was what I was. Oh, the first when you first, <laughs> the first saw. Menu, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so, so you. Yeah. This was your first twisted comedy, really. Oh yes. Well, it's not quite <laughs> as. It's not as mean as Heather's. Heather's is kind of mean. I don't know. There's a pretty interesting say, stuff coming up. I'd say Heather's is more cynically mean. Yeah. Beetlejuice is more, alone by himself. Yes. The character is mean. Everybody else in the movie is, like, fun. But Beetlejuice is, like, the only actual, like, evil character in the movie Beetlejuice. And that's something people forget about Tim Burton. They keep talking about how dark he is. And he is, you know, he has a dark sensibility. But in how many of his, like, lead characters are very innocent or very light Mm -hmm. or just playful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, if you read all the stuff that... Because Beetlejuice was written not by Tim Burton. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was, it was oh man, he was. <laughs> I still kind of want to see that movie made. <laughs> Beetlejuice was so much worse. There was a there was an, another. Um, it was a daughter, I think, along with a younger daughter. She was a younger like daughter, and that was movie. the one that actually talked to Beetlejuice or oh, talked to the ghost. That I'm actually, just not aware of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, she dies horribly, <gasps> uh, eaten by was it a rabid squirrel that Beetlejuice was essentially being? Uh, yeah, Beetlejuice was a lot. And I know, and worse. he was actually a demon. He was like straight up winged demon. The, the stripy suit thing was like 
one of the forms that he would take to communicate with people, but he was a straight up demon. And I think at one point they, in the stuff I was reading, he attempted to rape Lydia mm-hmm. and stuff like Oof. that. And I was like, wow, this does not sound like a fun movie. It was like, it was, it was a straight up horror movie. Like it wasn't okay. fun at all. And I think Tim Burton probably read it and was like, well, this is kind of a downer. Let's, so he, so he got rid of that script. Let's do something wacky. And then hired a new guy, um, which I'm blanking. comes up in minute three. Warren Scarring. Scarring, yeah. Yeah, because he later on went on to do a bunch of other things with Burton. Yeah, um, but yeah. Speaking of Beetlejuice himself, comes up in this minute as well. Oh, can I, I go did... backwards? Can oh. I go backwards? Sure. <gasps> Winona Ryder, who disappeared, and of course we know she had some issues when she grew up a little bit further. But better. now, Stranger Things. Yes, Hello. I've seen the first two oh, episodes. I get to watch the show. I've seen the first two episodes. It is it the most eighties thing imaginable. Yes. It nails the mood. Oh, it does. And it took me a while, though, because we have not seen Winona Ryder grow Star Trek. up. Oh, Star Trek, yeah. She didn't grow she was... up as much on screen as some Alien people did. So that's what that was my go-to thing. That's my Alien that's Resident. my Winona Ryder. You say Winona Ryder, that's what I think of. 97. What year was that? Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Still, it is twenty sixteen. So seeing <laughs> her age. Since then, it took me a moment to realize I was She's watching Winona Ryder. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's Winona Ryder I'm watching mm-hmm. on screen. I have not seen her in, like, decades. Yeah, her, pl- her playing Spock's mom in Star Trek, that made me just think, like, man. She's a mom now. Like, yeah, Winona <laughs> Ryder's gotten old. That means by default I've gotten old. <laughs> so, you were saying Michael uh, Keaton? Oh, yeah, Michael Keaton. So, yes. of course, he had done Night Shift before this, Johnny Dangerously, uh, Gung Ho. Uh, but he was not the original choice for Beetlejuice. Nope. Tim Burton wanted Sammy Davis Jr. Wow. And it's interesting when you watch the movie because some of his mannerisms are a little bit more musically slang inclined. and musically inclined. So you can kind of see it written for him. And David Geffen was the one who said, no, 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 you should use this Michael Keaton guy. And, of course, after that, you know, Burton <laughs> cast him in his next small little comic book movie yeah <laughs> should, as a small little character no one's heard of who should we have as this like evil bio exorcist i know mr mom that'll be perfect we have to discuss the fact that beetlejuice 2 may or may not happen uh, and michael uh, keaton no. keeps saying no but I, is, is michael keaton the bill yes. murray of, of beetlejuice now? i i don't think it's ever gonna happen there one because why? They've been talking about it. <laughs> it's like kind of like the Ghostbusters thing, where people, some people want it to happen, mm-hmm. but reality, why? There's no real point. And it, yeah, actually, no especially because Beetlejuice, no Beetlejuice in this movie is the antagonist. Yeah. So and it's not like you're an following anti-hero. A, yeah. Well, what bothers me is that because a lot of people are like, oh yeah, Winona Ryder wants to do it. Michael Keaton said maybe. But why would you even need Winona Ryder? If, do, if you do anything, make a whole new story oh, with Beetlejuice as still the villain and everything. Right. Or unless, if you really wanted to have Winona Ryder in there, have her be like the one being like, to the heroes, being like, don't mess with that guy. Don't say his name. Why did y'all say his name? Now we've got to go through with this whole stupid movie. You know, because right. he doesn't have to be related to Winona Ryder unless they want to adapt the kids show. Oh, dear God, a, no. To a movie. A live well, action heard, animated be... version, no. But, well, you've, you've heard the subtitle for Beetlejuice 2, right? Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice Goes, goes Hawaiian. Hawaiian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yep. Oh, wait, I've also heard the suggestion to call it Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. But then you can't, oh, you can't have, have the third, one. third one because then everyone's cursed. 
But yeah. you could have a fourth one. Although you could do, if they really wanted to go crazy with it, they could do a uh, West Craven's New Nightmare and have, you know, because you're actually doing Tim Burton was being haunted by Beetlejuice. Yes. Yes. Oh my that gosh. Would, that would actually make one of the fan posters that I can't stand make sense. Because there's a lot of Photoshop things that people yeah, see, they the show on, on Facebook. Yeah. Where, and one of them that really bothers me because people like to show it and be like, oh my god, it's finally happening for Beetlejuice 2, has at the top, where they usually have the actors' names, Michael Keaton, Tim Burton. Which makes no sense. Like, if they had anything, it would, be, it. it would be Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, or whoever else. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Jones, he's not doing anything except jail. And, <laughs> and then it would be like a Tim Burton film or something like that. Yeah. But with, with the placement of the names, like, that, that's not where you put a director's name. Right. But that would actually be cool. Yeah, if they did, a, like, a Tim Burton's New Nightmare. Or that would be amazing. Tim Burton's new wacky dream. I think it would probably have to be the name. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. I just said, I just suggested suggesting uh, a letter writing campaign to Tim Burton to make Tim Burton's new nightmare happen. Change.org. You know, I like right? it. Make a petition. I like it. Um, so before we start talking, or we kind of already started talking about the, the writing. So oh, my well, question was, no, but y'all mentioned how wacky the first script was. And something I oh, wanted to crazy, ask demented, more was, like could a movie as weird or <laughs> odd as Beetlejuice be made by unknown people today? Yes or no? Discuss. Uh, could be. Would anybody see it outside it's, of like yeah. a few people? Maybe not. It would have to I'd have like a lot of traction. A direct to Netflix kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think people take risks on unknown directors and unknown writers as much now as they may be doing. Well, Tim Burton had done Pee Wee, which was a Pee-wee. modest hit. And at least he had like a resume of these shorts and things like that. People mm-hmm. have been like, Studio producers probably had seen at least Frank and Weenie and uh, Vincent yeah. and things like that. At yeah. least been like, oh, he comes from Disney, so let's trust him. And he you was know. he was attached to Batman. Um, was he before? He was attached to Batman '86, okay. I believe. Um, so he he was sort of working a little bit on that, but it still wasn't greenlit until Beetlejuice came out, and they're like, oh, this guy actually can make us money. <laughs> All right, we can good. put Warner Brothers back on his stuff now. Yes. <laughs> well, good. I'd like to think that something... Okay, so back then, though, yeah. obviously. But today, the question was today, could mm. something this unusual be made on a big budget scale? Uh, back then, on a modest budget, it was yeah, like 15 was million? 15 million. Apparently, yeah. 1 million was just for effects. Right. Uh, could you imagine a 1 million just for effects today? <laughs> Yes, it'd be CG all model work. All it'd model be all work. model work. It'd be the same model shot like 17 different times. But today, it's like they, they do the comic books because they already have the comic book fans. Mm-hmm. They do books of books. Anything that... <laughs> books of books. <laughs> they do movies of books that are already bestsellers. Yeah. Miss Peregrine's Children. I mean, right now, Tim Burton's current movie, as of this recording of this podcast, Miss Peregrine's Children is coming out. And Tim, that was a best-selling Tim Burton's book. X-Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, so few of like the really wild and crazy ones um, haven't already been been proven either on print or in comics. Yeah, and he's he's kind of even following that trap recently of just doing safe things. Like he's you know the Charlie Charlie Factory that was a book. Uh, Frank and Winnie is his own remake, mm-hmm. and then what, what was the terrible right. Tim Burton movie? Uh, Planet the, of the Apes. No, no, no. The uh, yes. the. The the one with the the vampire the Johnny Depp as a vampire oh, Dark terrible Shadows. yeah Aww. yeah I just made everybody sad <laughs> sorry Lovey Green's watchable in it she's watchable I loved in Big Eyes even though it Big Eyes was feel a lot of fun. like a it Tim was... Burton film I still really like yeah it. I, re- I really like Big Eyes a lot yeah 
Okay, I'm glad you didn't call big eyes a terrible Oh, no, I, I enjoyed big eyes. Okay, good, I did too. No, I really enjoyed that. Anything that he makes with big in the title seems to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, so I doubt that he's listening to our little podcast, but make something, make something big, big in the title. Yeah. Big 2, Tim Burton, there you go. Tim Burton, oh, I'd love to watch that, that'd be fun. Tim Burton's you... Big Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, letter writing campaign. <laughs> so that about does it for this I think minute. That does it, yeah. And uh, so if y'all want to start a writing campaign for Tim Burton's Big Nightmare, yes, <laughs> please let us know. Send us uh, send us an email. All right, uh, that's it for this week, and we'll see you a little later this week, Chris. Okay, indeed. Uh, can you come back tomorrow? I can. You'll just have to find out by coming in and tuning in tomorrow to the Beetlejuice Minute. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, save us some popcorn and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.